0: Hello and welcome to Love and Lordship Live, I'm Greg Williams and we continue this week with a, our One Another series in Seeking the Lord and His Word on how to love one another. And this week it is literally loving and honoring one another. We've got two or three texts that we're going to follow in this and the first one is from John Jesus gives to His disciples. So we continue with this one another and surprise, surprise, just as promised last week, it is about loving one another. All the one another's are about loving one another. But I believe it's 11 of them. We'll find out in a moment. I I believe I'll, I'll share that with you in a moment that, that repeat what the ultimate one another is. And that's love for one another. We find this as Jesus continues with his teaching, encouraging and challenging his disciples in the upper room. This is all happening on the night he is betrayed by Judas, denied by Peter, And abandoned by all of his disciples. His teaching that followed his example, even knowing they would walk away during his greatest hardship, is found in John 15, 12 through 17, where he reiterates two more times the new commandment to love one another as I have loved you. This has got to be Extremely important for him to continue to drive home the point that they are to love each other the way that Christ loved them showing them the father's love and We are to do the same Remember his first love was not for us. I know we seldom hear messages about this in our me first culture but his first love was for his father and he wanted and wants us to love the way that he did the way that he does The only way we can do this is to first, just as Jesus did, love our Heavenly Father and Christ by the Holy Spirit, Father, Son, and Spirit in us, and then let that love overflow in our love for one another. So what is your source of love for others? Is it rooted in your feelings, attraction, experiences, those type of things that are circumstantial and fleeting? Or is it rooted in the unfailing self-giving sacrificial love from God and of God that prefers him above all else that's agape you see I've said this before but that's why Jesus perfectly loved the leper and healed him and perfectly loved the rich young ruler told him the truth and allowed him to walk away love has freedom but that doesn't mean our choices are always loving he says, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. You'll follow my word. You'll walk in my word and my spirit is what he's saying. You see, if it's rooted in that, then that's what's flowing through to others. As I mentioned in a previous devotional and a post here that we've done, 11 of the 59 one another in scripture are specifically love one another. And we shared five of those in in, in previous Uh, post and things like that. We're going to continue to talk about them. But again, I, I have to say this, it's got to be important. If the Holy Spirit, remember all scripture is God breathed, Holy Spirit inspired. It's written by the Holy Spirit, 40 different authors over 15 to 1600 years. But the one author is God himself through the Holy Spirit. So it's got to be important if he repeated it so often and in many other ways, but he specifically says love one another 11 times. And we know that it is because it is how the world sees the love of God by how we live, by how we love him and then others in his love. The next one another is a more specific way that we are to love one another. It's found in Romans twelve ten. Matter of fact, the entire chapter of Romans 12 is such a great practical uh, application or living out the love of Christ, the love of God. In this chapter, Paul goes a little deeper and tells us to be devoted to one another in brotherly love. This is both a personal and a collective command, as the Greek words here for love is philostorgos which means tender affection toward others, and Philadelphia. Sound familiar? Which literally means brotherly love and affection, one-on-one affection. Paul also tells us in this verse that the way we do this is to honor one another above self. We can only do this in humility by knowing who we are in Christ, so we can then choose to lift others above us. That's Philippians 2. We're supposed to have the same attitude that was in Christ. Well, Paul is repeating. Isn't it amazing how consistent, even as it may seem at times contradictory, the whole of the Bible and the whole of the gospel is consistent. You see, Paul is telling us the same thing that he said in Philippians under the Holy Spirit. You should have the same attitude as Christ, that of humility and you place the interest of others above yourself. That's what he's saying here to the Romans and to us as believers. Being devoted to one another in caring and affectionate love. This is how we are to love others, in being devoted to caring for them with affection, care, compassion. It's a big part of love, right? Not all of it, but a big part of it. Individually, whenever it's needed, and remember that we can't do this without, again, knowing God's love, loving Him first, and then loving who we are. I say that over and over again because it bears repeating and we so we do so very little teaching and discipling of the first and greatest command and the first part of the second command, loving who we are. And when I sit with men and couples over and over again, these are the two things that they've never heard and never been discipled in. I pray that you know that so you can die to self, just like Jesus loved, and give yourself away to care for others and love them. I pray that you know this love, both in how to love God and others and receiving this kind of love from others in your marriage, your family, your church family, your friends, all others, even Matthew 5 48. Love your enemies. Now, remember, you'll find every once in a while I throw a scripture text in that I don't have in here. It just comes to my mind. I trust that the Holy Spirit. But most of them you'll find if you go to loveandlordship.com, loveandlordship.com, spell it all out, put it together, loveandlordship.com, you will find um, all these videos, podcasts, and articles. And in the articles you can find almost every scripture that I reference will be linked. So go and check it out. Make sure that I am not saying anything apart from what the Holy Spirit is saying in Scripture. How awesome is it that God has given us very plainly in his word how we are to love him, love ourselves, and then be able to die to self just as Christ did so that we can love others. You see, the one another that we close with today is a continuation of Romans 12.10, telling us to honor one another above ourselves, If I don't know who I am in Christ, confident and content, that's what humility really is, confident and content in who I am in Christ so I can choose to place others above me, growing in who he has recreated me to be in him. If I don't know that, then I'm going to struggle in every relationship. I'm going to struggle to lift and place others above myself. We have to understand that as long as we're in our flesh, we will not be able to truly accomplish any of these one another's, even though we can be very active in making it look like we are. Unfortunately, this is the posture of many in our churches today who are active in serving in the flesh with very little time in God's word, prayer, listening to him in order to get to know him and love him first and above everything else. And with all you are and then know who they are so we can love others. You see, when we do that, we find the love of who He is revealed to us who we are in Christ so we can reveal it to others. We need to ask the Lord to help us honor and esteem others above ourself in every relationship and opportunity as He prunes, branching the vine, John 15, purges, prepares, and cleanses us of ourself of our sin and ourself so that in Christ coming through us others can see and know him let's learn to love in truth starting where he started growing in that and as we do so seeing it come forth in fruition in us and in others we love in truth and not hypocritically in this way we make it an overflow of his love in us and through us to others that's romans 12:9 preceding verse 10, where he tells us to honor one another, be devoted to one another and honor one another above self. Let me close with this food for thought and some action items, as we always do. Very simply put, loving, honoring, or esteeming someone above yourself is saying or doing something with and for them that encourages them, lifts them up, even and especially at a cost to your own ego or success or self. So with that in mind, from the word of God, let's love and honor others above self to show them the love of Jesus. How do we do that? Here's four action items. You can start, spend time with him in his word and prayer daily, read and study the scriptures in this post as a way to start. There's only three or four in in this. And if you listen and heard of a couple others, look those up as well. Secondly, ask the Holy Spirit, the teacher, so Jesus said, "I'm leaving you a helper, a counselor, a teacher. Ask him to teach you. He will. Don't rush it. Be be uh, consistent and persistent, keeping that commitment of daily time in the Word and prayer, and wait on him. He will teach you. I promise. He's been teaching me for 30, nearly 36 years now. Number three, find someone close to you. Each day this next week." and do something to honor them above yourself. Now, you may think that's easy, but you'll find if you start doing this that you've kind of done what's natural. If you haven't learned this in the spirit and in the word and in Christ, you haven't been doing this. So start doing it with those you love and are closest to you. Watch what begins to happen. And then fourth, find someone that you struggle to get along with. Make an effort to do something practical to show them honor and love. See, that's what we're called to do. I'm not telling you it's easy. I'm telling you it's what God called us to do. And we can't do it apart from Christ in us. We're gonna continue with our One Another series next week. But if you got questions or need help, contact us at Love and Lordship. It's a safe place. Love and Lordship at gmail.com, loveandlordship at gmail.com or text or call me 859-229-6504. And I'll be I'll get back with you if I don't answer because spam and all the other junk. I may not recognize your number, but you leave a message and I'll get back with you, okay? Love to walk with you, talk with you, engage with you, and let's do this thing called life and especially life in Christ together. Please continue to pray for us. We need your prayers. This is a ministry that is reaching more and more, not only here locally, but state, nation, and internationally. God is opening some doors. And so we're just going to be faithful to continue to share. If the Lord shows you in your prayer time for love and lordship, that this is a ministry for his kingdom and glory, and he's asking you to support us, would you click on the gift tab at loveandlordship.com? And it'll, it'll walk you right through it. You can give one time or ongoing. Thank you for that. And if not, keep praying until the Lord shows you where to give for his kingdom, for his church, for his glory. Our vision right there, every life and relationship built on the love and lordship of Jesus Christ. Our mission, making disciples who make disciples in the love and lordship of Jesus Christ in every home, church, and beyond for his kingdom and glory. So if your church or group or organization would like to partner with us, we've been able to partner with several. I've had some on my radio program, uh, the Authority of Love at WJMM 99.1 FM here in Central Kentucky, or check that out at wjmm.com. Go to the podcast tab near the upper right. Click on the love and lordship links. You'll get the current days and previous two days messages there. So with that said, if you want to contact me, loveandlordship at gmail.com or the phone number I gave you. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great day and God bless in Christ.